Episode 154 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. Uh, we have not had a one-on-one-on-one episode in a long time. It's been a minute. Right now, it's technically a one-on-one episode. The other one will be here shortly. She she was doing the parenting stuff and had to take our kid to rock band practice. Oh, fun. She's in a rock band. <clears throat> or at least that's what it's supposed to be. We'll see how that goes. So, uh, But yeah, it's our one-on-one-on-one for February. It's really our one on one on one for 2023 because we haven't had one yet. But uh, how's it, how's it going, Robert? It's going. About <laughs> to start a run of a shitload of shows. So. That is true. Uh, well, let me go ahead and go. Let's do our sponsors real quick. Uh, Katie's not here, so uh, if you are looking for a high quality PVC rack or cage, look no farther than Lone Star Reptile Racks. They have all sorts of cages and racks and hides and other PVC shit that you need. So you need to go ahead and get it. I think that's how her thing goes. It's something like that. But check out lsreptileracks.com or just talk to Robert over here and get yourself a rack or a cage or a hide or a sign or anything else. I think that's Katie in the chat right there. It says every red light. So I'm assuming that it's Katie. Uh, acrylic enclosure. Acrylic enclosure. Yeah, you're, uh, you're getting laser cut acrylic enclosures. So they're going to have those nice. Uh, yep, just got the first parts today. And How do those edges look on a laser cut? Like they're perfectly crystal, clear. right? Crystal yeah. clear is the rest of the acrylic. Yeah, you don't get that white edge like you do on on cut ones like on CC. Well, and the great thing is, is it it uh, it allows me to conserve material because I don't have to have a quarter inch between each piece like I do now because it's an eighth inch bit and it cuts on the outside of the line. Well, with the laser, he can actually cut two pieces with one cut. And they're perfectly clear out. I'm sit there and polish them, which I wasn't doing anyway, because it just eats up too much time and it makes it not profitable. Oh yeah, those things are great though. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to uh, to get this going because I sell every one of those I take to a show. Well, I've got some of the uh, the original yeah. ones, like right yeah. back here on the shelf. I've got the little tiny ones that are great for jumping spiders, or the uh, the large one up there. It was great for arboreal tarantulas or small geckos. Mm-hmm. They're four by four by eight and eight by eight by sixteen. And what a lot of the jumping spider people like is that they're front opening. Yes, because they build their webs there at the top. Mm-hmm. And when you had top opening ones, you'd always tearing up the web every time you went in and, there. And if you need to get it out, it's almost impossible to get it out of one of the, t- the top opening because you can't reach down in there. And, exactly. Um, so, yeah, and I'm also working on one that will lay on its an 8 by 8 by 16 that will lay on its side and be for more um, terrestrial, terrestrial species. species. Get you a good layer of dirt in there for some of those like dig tunnel and everything. Yep. Oh, my lights went on my, on my lizards. Yep, so that's going to be something we're really going to push because uh, I hate to say it, but PVC, the, I just got another price increase today. Um, it is almost, it's about 170% from when price started? increase on raw materials from two years ago. Jeez. Uh, no, not since I started, just since just two, two years, years And it's becoming to the point where it's almost, I, I can only raise prices so much and people just can't afford it. Yeah. And I can only absorb so much to where I can't afford it. Um, so I'm really having to branch out into other things and, uh, um, you know, we'll see where it goes. I'm on my fourth year of business now. So this is when it's supposed to start getting easier. And it <laughs> sure the fuck feels like it's backwards. And one thing I, I would like to say to folks out there who, um, a lot of folks out there have ideas, but they don't have the ability or the equipment. 
Robert's a, yeah, Robert's a private business. If you've got an idea for a cage or a rack, I mean, he's worked with a lot of people on uh, the one you did for Cresty Works mm-hmm. with her rack for her geckos that would also have lights built into the, or maze so you could put lights through it. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. Uh, the Dubia uh, racks that a lot of people have bought, the Dubia uh, separators. Yeah. Uh, those were great. But yeah. a lot of that is from people reaching out going, hey, I've got an idea. And then you sit down with them, design it. Um, the racks with the PVC are the acrylic fronts for venomous. So they mm-hmm. can lock. Yep. I got to build one of those tomorrow. Um, I've actually got someone that I'm working with right now on an adjustable height rack. So you can use multiple size tubs in one rack. Nice. Um, it'll be open sided. Yeah. But it'll still, it'll allow you to, to have the parts, the, the, the brackets that hold the shelves are 3d printed. Oh, that's cool. Um, but it will allow you to still have PVC and at that lower price. Well, I that's say a, lower price. That's my, my dad said, who would ever thought that acrylic would be more cost effective than PVC? Right. Uh, well, I mean, so it used to, so, you know, I'll say it like this. When I start, when I, two years ago, I could get a sheet of acrylic for about a hundred dollars, a quarter, it's 0.22, four foot by eight foot. And a sheet of PVC was about 60. Yeah. And they're both a lot more. Well, acrylic's not, it's only gone up about 10%, but PVC is almost tripled. I mean, I'll wait with six. Yeah, almost. It's doubled and then, yeah, it's yeah, almost tripled. Almost tripled. Now. And Nathan said his problem, and this is a, it is a problem with acrylic across the board, but that it does scratch easily. Yes. Um, so the acrylic that I buy, it, it has a scratch resistant coating on it, but spiders and um geckos and things should not be scratching yeah really uh you know bearded dragon will scratch the shit out of it yeah bearded dragons tortoises things that dig mm-hmm. that have nails claws and dig they're, they're gonna right. scratch it and the way i get around that with like a bearded dragon because like the one in my living room those are acrylic windows and she hasn't scratched it at all and she's been in there for months but, but it has, you an, eight in, has big, an eight inch litter dam there's a big litter dam and i put four inches of litter in there so she never even gets up to that she can see out the window from up on her log or yeah her her uh uh, basking places, but she can't actually get to the window. Yeah. Well, that kind of be cool. If you could do a, a, a cage that would acrylic, uh, kind of around the midsection of the whole thing. Yeah. Kind of, uh, you see through the cage yeah. as a top and a bottom is a PVC, yep. just a cool look. Now it's not great for everything. It's a lot of stuff likes to be able to hide. That's one thing that, uh, a lot of the PVC stuff people don't understand. Like having like a rack and in, in a lot of cases, it being dark is good. That is a good thing. Yeah. I always love it when people who, um, don't really uh, keep reptiles say that racks are abusive. <laughs> it's like, uh, like, look, right. don't get me wrong. They can be, if not done properly. That's we, Dallas Rua. Dallas. Hey, y'all long time. No talk. Yeah, it's been a long time since we talked to Dallas. Yeah, Rua. man. Glad to see you here. But, uh, but rack, like we, we've said it before in here, racks and certain, look, I say, I own Samboas. I'm not putting a Samboa in a four foot cage. Like, don't get me wrong. If you just want to have what looks like an empty yeah. cage there all the time. Don't get me wrong. You totally could do it. Sure. And you could set it up amazing, and I'm sure they would do great. Because, yes, they do live in the wild, and it is broad and wide open. But uh, they also do well in Iraq. You know? But, again, I'm, here's, so there's uh, we got D, D&T retics. I probably wouldn't keep a retic in Iraq long term. Right. But large tubs for baby. That's the problem is baby retics are large. Mm-hmm. So you obviously aren't going to be using your normal ball python hatchling rack very long for a retic, right? So yeah, there are situations in where you just got to think size. But again, floor 
for, for the footprint of a cage and the footprint of a lot of those tubs, it's not far off. So yep. those, those V70 tubs are big tubs. Yeah, they're, what, uh, 17 wide, 17 and a half wide? 30. By 20, uh, 30. Is it 30? 33 and three quarter long? Yeah. By five and three quarter tall? Yeah. I mean, the only thing that they don't have on a cage is the height. Yeah. So a, a V70 tub built probably twice as tall would be kind of nice. Yeah. Especially for things like carpet pythons where you can get a little bit of height so they can go up. Or maybe retics, young to mid-age retics, or like my boas, just give them some height. I saw that in ARBC this weekend that ARS had their new little baby tub. We saw those last year. Yeah, but they had a rack with them in it. They are not released yet, um, but they will be very soon. I think they're supposed to actually roll them out at Tinley, which is just a couple weeks away. Oh, yeah. Well, that'll be awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to get those because... Those are like are they three D print or he had originally ones were but they're gonna be yeah those were those samples you showed us were three D printed but these are gonna be four molded yeah um but they're made from high impact polystyrene so they're cheaper and they're hard they're like real stiff and Kate Katie's back hi <laughs> so. I had every single red light between School of Rock and our house every single red light that's not even that far that's, no that's not. <laughs> It does, there are, they do add up, especially if you're There's four, up. in case you're wondering. Did you go four? They started pouring concrete at our new HEB? Well, I no. saw that they, built, they, they built walls there already. Nice. Yep. So I was it, not paying attention when I drove home. They said end of the year. Should be open by the end of the year. That HEB is supposed yeah. to be bigger than the other HEB. Yeah. That's awesome. I don't it's know. It's suck on the way so home. HEB is, is a grocery store down here. Yeah. Um, it's a good grocery store. It's, it's a pretty good grocery store. Uh, but we're going to get one like five minutes from our house. Mm hmm. Granted, the other one is like 15 minutes from our house, but God, the traffic there is horrible. Yeah, but five minutes from the house and on both of our way home from work. Well, the yes. good thing, too, is it's going to alleviate the crowd at that one some. Yeah. Because you figure all those people from Manville and Ar- Arcola or Megan lives down there, they all have to come up here to grocery shop. So, mm-hmm. well, so on the way that's home. actually going to probably keep me going to our one because, A, I know where <laughs> <Okay>. everything is. <laughs> and... Uh, um, Jesus Christ, Katie's gonna die over there until they move it because they like to fucking move the whole store around about once every year. Katie, Katie you die? <coughs> you have a drink right there in front of you, Katie. Yeah, she tried to breathe pasta. Apparently, <coughs> she shows up and then she dies. Well, stop making her laugh, James. You're gonna just kill her deader. Come <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill you dead. I'm gonna say I always love this. I'm gonna kill you dead. What is it? <laughs> um, tell me when you want to unmute you, Katie. And- if this was math, uh, that would make a positive. So you make me alive. <laughs> but uh, so so, get, so I work twenty five minutes from home. Katie's on the way home. I'm like I need to stop and get bread. She goes, "We'll just stop at any grocery store on the way home." There's, there's a dollar store. There's the yeah Dollar General. That is the grocery yeah. store on the way home. <laughs> right. So it will be nice to have a, gro- a grocery store near the house. But uh, speaking of NARBC, so I did, I wanted to bring out some stuff about NARBC. Uh, not we, necessarily. No, 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 no. About them. No, it's, it's, it's show big. Sh- it shows in general some things that happened at this in ARBC to some friends of ours. Uh, oh, before we get there, I do want to mention those those tortoise tables you made for Sean Gray at the Herp Shop. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those massive coffins for Six tortoises. Six foot by three foot by two foot. Yeah, big fucking tortoise table. And they have a divider. That not a divider. Well, it could be a divider, but it's a brace in the middle. But it has a big Hobbit door in it. So because the Aldabras, they were in the original ones that I made, which were what. Four, <coughs> three. They're four. They're fourish foot. They fit yeah. on a four foot table. I have. Yeah. I have them. They're like four by two by two. Yeah. And uh, so the Aldabras had outgrown them, and so had 
the one big sulcata, no, not big sulcata, but big for that cage. Yeah. So now they're in those and appear to be much happier. I'm sure. Is that, I'm that's, that's awesome. That's in the new. Mm-hmm. How's it look? I haven't, I haven't been there to see it. Yeah. They, um, well, yeah, your dad, <laughs> you can go to that grocery store in Alvin and get the awesome meat. That's true. You can get kangaroo. You can get anything. There. You can get antelope, mm-hmm. bison. They had camel the other day when I was there. Did they really? They camel sausage. Yeah. I have never been here. Yeah, Stanton's. It's Stanton's. It's right down the road from my school, yeah. but it's it's just not on the way home, so I don't ever pass it. Gotcha. You good now? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm Christ. still dying, and I'm not gonna eat, so it's fine. You almost died from a snack cake the other day. This is worse. <laughs> is there pasta in your <laughs> trachea? Do- I knew your dad was gonna say that. Is that made from the toe? <laughs> Oh, but, uh, so how's the, the herb shop looking with the extension and, and all that they just showed to it? Yeah. Once they get it all organized and done, it's going to be awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing that. I mean, it, Sean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that basically doubled the size of the store. Well, it's not yet because they, because they also went into what used to be the cold locker when it was a gas station, mm-hmm. which was really just animal storage for the shop, but it's now the walkthrough to get into the other part the of the cave. shop. Yeah. The cave. Uh, <laughs> 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 Katie gonna get drug tested at work now tomorrow. The algorithm's gonna catch her. Sean said, "Smoke another blunt, Katie." <laughs> She's just off in the closet. Come out of the closet, Katie. <laughs> Katie's in the closet. <laughs> I know exactly what that reference is. It's a South Park episode, best one ever. I'll pull out my gun, start shooting. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah, the, the those tortoise tables. I remember you made them, and then you were like, "These are not gonna fit in the truck." I don't know why. They're well. Fun. Yes, I could have fit them all three in the back of the truck, but I was at the shop by myself. And trying to get that one on the top just wasn't happening. So I took them out. I went and grabbed a U-Haul trailer, came back, got them loaded up, and then my help showed up. <laughs> Damn. And I was like, well, Sean shit. and Sam can both kiss my ass. Yeah. Sean said it added 1,400 square foot to that shop. Yeah. Plus, it's going to allow for larger uh, display cages from really cool animals and stuff. Yeah. So, oh, that so... Have you guys been there since they got the little cave area opened up? No. So he's got one of those displays that has all the, like the gecko cages and stuff. Yeah. All along one wall in there. And, and, uh, he painted everything with like black light paint. So he's got a black light in there. So everything kind of glows. Oh, that's cool. It's, a uh, it's pretty neat. It's not he put a lot of thought in it. Stop dying. I kind of want to <sighs> share what just happened to me. What just happened to you? But it's going to be super gross. And don't, don't share what's happened. <laughs> so I kind of, I'm going to. I'd rather pass. All right. <coughs> uh, back to our original story. So <coughs> Jesus Christ, Katie. It really was stuck somewhere and I didn't know it. <coughs> There's only so many options. Some quality radio we're putting out tonight. <laughs> Talked about our grocery stores. And, and Katie dying. Uh, but we had a friend. So the Reddies, a friend of our show that was had on the show. Uh, they have an amazing new setup for their shows. It's a it's a wall of smallish cages that they keep. They do individual geckos in the shows, and they stand out in front of it, and they they talk to people, and they can open the cages, take the geckos out, or geckos, the chameleons out, and show everybody. Uh, at NARBC this weekend, they had one stolen, just right at someone apparently. Uh, so that, it was it was never found. I take it. Someone uh, was talking to them, and then someone opened up a cage and took it out and closed and and latched the cage shut and walked off with with their chameleon. Uh, so, 
Yeah, we, uh, I mean, it's unfortunately you deal with that at shows. Um, we don't get a lot of theft at Herb shows. We've gone through spurts like at uh, the last Stafford show, Andy had two chameleons stolen. We know who stole them. Yeah. Cause they went into, uh, cause I was talking to them and the girl kept, cause I was right next to them and she kept coming over and asking me just dumb questions. Can I, can I keep one of those? Like she wanted to keep a chameleon in one of those eight by eight by 16s. The acrylic. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it'll live for like a day. <laughs> um, if that's what you're carrying at home in. And, uh, they ended up, uh, going into Bayer exotics. I think like the next day or the day after and stealing a chameleon from them. Oh my gosh. At their store. Which is a nearby reptile shop that we know that right. their vendors are shows. So when Luis posted the photo, I'm like, that's that girl that was talking to me at the show. She's, she's pretty. Yeah. And she wore like basically a sports bra. So she's kind of, and it was like sequins. So she wanted of, to distract you from she was what was being easy said. to remember. And her boyfriend was a douchebag, like meathead douchebag kind of guy. I'd be at the gym, like throwing weights around and yeah. shit. And, uh, I'm pretty sure they identified them and they were arrested for the theft at Barry's. I know they were identified. I remember this now. Yeah. I remember the posts going yeah. up and everything. And, uh, but you know, it's, I, I've seen people walk up. Uh, one of my first Herp shows, um, we had someone, I watched them do it. I used to work, I was a cop for years. You know, everybody knows that. I did loss prevention too. So people that are going to steal, especially if they're not really good at it, they have, um, their body language will give them away. Yeah. <laughs> my dad says he's available for free arm security detail at the, at the Bryant college show. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, I watched a guy walk up to, I don't even remember who the vendor was. It was like my first or second show. And he did the old set his deli cup down on top of the deli cup, started talking. Uh, to pick it. I was like, Hey man, you accidentally grabbed their deli cup too. Oh shit. I didn't realize. Yeah. No, you shit. realized. Well, so, so they had the chameleon stolen and then also tie dye exotics. Who's done a lot of the herp shows had an $850 Malaysian centipede stolen off their table as well. Most likely done through that method. So that is a method. Mm -hmm. um, what happens is a, it's usually done in pairs, sometimes three people, but they will, someone will go up and start talking to the vendor, keep their biz, their attention, and they will come up with a deli cup, something else in it, something cheap that they probably picked up somewhere else or stole from somewhere else. They will set it on top of the deli cup of your animal, whatever it may be. And then when they leave, they pick up both deli cups and walk off. And the other person then stops talking to the vendor and then leaves. And then and then they head out and they're gone. So I just want to say for the record that we were at Walmart a couple weeks ago. And it was a small container of like Vaseline or something. It was literally like a dollar and 24 cents. Oh, yeah. We got to the car and I realized that it had fallen out into the cart and it was never actually put through the self-checkout and i was like i, I have to pay for this I, I can't not pay for this i walked back in the store the guy at the door thought i had lost my mind <laughs> when i told him i didn't realize this hadn't gotten paid for it self-checkout i need to pay for it and he just looked at me like i had three heads and i did i went back in i paid my dollar it was like a dollar 24 max and then we're good shit uh so, our buddy Max just said in the chat, he once bought a pig from Otis at a Conroe show, and someone walked off with it before Max could pick it up. I had a whole ass rack stolen at Conroe. What? Oh, yeah. I do remember that. It was through subterfuge and fraud, but... Yeah. Yeah. He... um He... he I It was a pre-order. I had a bunch of pre-orders that show, and they were in the trailer, 
and I had Lucas there working and had him going out and loading up the pre-orders and he had went out to load one up and for somebody. And that guy walked up and he said, Hey, I'm here to pick up my rack. And I was like, it's out of my trailer. It's out there. My guy's out there right now. If you want to go out there, I'll text him to have it ready for you. So I texted him, Hey, um, another guy's coming for his rack, but it was super busy. And I didn't tell him what rack and you expect people to be honest. Yeah. Well, he got out there and the guy had ordered a three tub, 28 quart, which was 200 bucks. And he pointed at the six tub 70. And so that one's mine. So they, with on casters. Yeah. So they loaded it up. No, it was a five tub 70. They loaded it up and left. And then Lucas came in and I was like, okay, so all that should be left is that five tub 70. And he's like, uh, no, that's what that guy just took. So I was like, shit, he grabbed the wrong one. So I sent him a message. He had blocked me already on Facebook. So then I start looking at the guy and dude's got a criminal record and he's a piece of shit, obviously. And, uh, so then the guy came for the five tub and I'm like, I had to give him one of the six tubs I had on the floor. He was super cool. He got an extra tub out of it. He just didn't get caster. He's like, I'll put them on myself. Yeah. But that cost me, you know, $650 rack that I had to just give that guy. I mean, he had paid me, I think 500 for the, the other one. So, um, you know, you live and learn there, but, uh, I saw that guy post that rack for sale about a month ago. Really? And uh, I commented and I was like, hey, just so everybody knows, you buy this, you're buying a stolen rack. And uh, it got deleted pretty quick. The whole post did. Our buddy Jason Miloradovich said he lost two rainbow bows in deli cups at his first reptile show. Uh, He had locking displays by the second. So uh, actually at Conroe, uh, Sean and I were talking to a relatively new vendor. um, And and we brought up this this concept because at his table, he has deli cups on the table. And he was talking about how he doesn't see the need to have a deli cup case and have all this and that. And, and, and we were talking about, well, you explain this very scenario. Someone walking up can do this and, and look, he's new. So he also had the vibrato of, I wish somebody would mm-hmm. no, no, you don't. You won't even know what happened until it's over with at all. Cause he's, you know, his idea was that if, if that happened, he would find that person. You won't, you won't. It happens. Uh, I want to say it happened at a Corpus Christi show. If someone had some, I can't remember anyways, but like, I know we had a guy at Corpus that was known for stealing. Yeah. Like he would, um, I don't remember how he, I know he would like meet up with people to buy animals and then like just grab them and jump in the car and haul ass or talk him into, Oh, follow me to the ATM. And then he'd like run a red light and leave them behind, but he'd have the animal with them. You know, he's very good at, the, you know, getting your confidence. And, uh, he showed up at the show. I think he showed up. I know we were looking for him, but I want to say he showed up and, People just followed him around until he left. Yeah. And made it very clear. It just the unfortunately people suck. Mm-hmm. And uh and and so I talking to Amanda Reddy earlier and she was talking about how tie-dye exotics doesn't want to have to do the the netting across the table, which is not a great look. And that's what he's worried about. You know, uh Triple L does that at big shows because if you've ever seen Triple L at a show, they bring a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm-hmm. but they bring a lot of stuff and they cover it with a netting because then it has to be gotten from the vendor side and taken out and it, it cuts down on theft. Um, and so yeah, it doesn't look great. It doesn't look great. There are, that's, there are ways around it. Uh, you could always do uh, on the front of your table, you could do an angled plexiglass front so that they would have to reach up and over. And it's much more obvious. That is one way you could do it. Mm-hmm. You could always do the old deli cup things with the plexiglass top so that it's locked and they, you have to take it out for them. Um, these are one of those things you you either risk losing animals, which is if you're fine with the risk of losing animals, it's a possibility. Do that. Um, or you 
you spend the money. There's a reason when you go to these shows, so many of us have these acrylic displays. Not only does it look good, but it's a it's a peace of mind thing. Like it's it's locked. They can't just grab it and walk off. That's very rarely do we have. You know, every show just about we have an escaped animal. Yeah, and during the night we get there in the morning. Somebody's like, "Oh, I'm missing a ball python," and we find it. And um, very rarely are they out of an acrylic display. Yeah, like it's never. Yeah, it, uh, we've seen it when they forgot to lock them. <clears throat> that is true. That will happen. Yeah. Or they're like, it's a beat up, you know, one that's got, that's not, integrity's not great. But there's, you've got to lock your stuff up. Unfortunately, people suck. So, you know, I was talking to Amanda. One thing I think they could do with their setup is kind of like a drop down bar, just a, just a little bar that covers the top lip of the doors. And so it just flops down, covers all the doors. And so they can't be opened if it's locked. And if they want to open them, they just flip that bar up and then you can open all the doors. Um, it sucks that they have to do that, but that would allow them to still keep that set up because that setup is great, mm-hmm. um, but not have to put individual locks on every cage, which can also be annoying sometimes. Well, I'm actually going to be meeting up with Lee the Friday night, probably of the College Station show to work on some more displays like that, uh, or maybe uh, there's some stuff we're going to look at, and that may be what we, one of the things we look at is figuring out a way to secure these things. Yeah. Trying to read all this stuff. So my, t- my dad said, "The uh, I wish a motherfucker would thought is the stupidest thing he's ever heard, which again is what a lot of people, they have that mentality. Uh, but they said a thief wants to get away with it much more than the vendor wants to catch them. Oh, yeah. Um, th- and they're going to. They're, th- for a lot of them, it is not the first time. No. There's the reason they are good at that. And unfortunately, if they're willing to steal an animal, they're probably also not going to take care of it. That, that chameleon that someone stole from the Reddies. Is a great. I don't know which one it was, but I can guarantee it's a great chameleon, mm-hmm. great care, and it's well started. And unfortunately, the truth of the matter is, it it's probably not going to make it. It probably it's probably not, they're probably not going to take care of it because they didn't spend any money on it. They didn't put any effort yep. into it. It's probably not going to make it. They don't have any. Uh, they don't have any reason to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So so if you're going to do shows, understand people will start try and steal shit. It's just the way it works. Uh, Jason Miller said he went to a show in San Diego 18, 20 years ago. And have the security at the door uh, matching the animals in your hand to your invoice from the seller. Huh. That's interesting. Sean said that they tried stickers and door security one time, but it was a nightmare because a lot of vendors were forgetting to put the stickers on the cups. Well, That's one of those things that if you're not used to doing that, then... It shouldn't be on the showrunner to have to worry about the security of what's on your table. That's up to you. If you're willing to take the chance and you don't like the way the netting or displays or anything look, hey, that's the chance you're taking. That's the cost of doing business. Who is, oh, one, yeah. of the, one of the vendors has set up cameras at their booth. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple they, of them have. Uh, they have I know Bryce up, and Debbie have them. Yeah, they, they set up those Wi-Fi cameras and at a show, and they record their animals the entire time. Uh, and that way they can go back and look. Now, here's the problem. Uh, you're going to catch them after the fact. and you So don't use that as your one way of making sure something gets stolen because – just because you caught them on camera doesn't mean you're going to be able to get it back from them. Right. Um, and just because you find I them. Think at, I think at that point, though, you're hoping that you're going to be able to blast them enough. Yes. That it will not happen. It's one of those situations where, okay, it may have happened to me, but it's not going to happen to anybody else right. by the time I'm done. Yes. Well, and Max which said, I get that. Max even said zoos. Uh, people steal from zoos, which has yeah. been a huge fucking issue. Well, I don't know like, if y'all heard. This is, they just found a, one of the cages at the Houston Zoo. Cut. I was just about to say. Really? I told yep. you about this. I think it was like four or five days ago. The article that I sent you um, mentioned the Houston Zoo. Oh. It's happened in like five or six zoos in the last month. Mm-hmm. And it's it's people going in and like cutting cages and trying to steal animals. And that guy that they caught in Dallas... 
said when he gets out of jail, he's going to do it again. Really? Yep. He's already said, I don't think the zoo should have those animals there better care with me. And they're like, bro, you had those fucking things in the closet of an abandoned house. Yeah. Those two monkeys were in a closet of an, ab- not even abandoned house. It was a house owned by the church he goes to that they just aren't using. So we, um, in third grade, we've been doing argumentative writing and it, 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 we do stuff like our video games good for your brain or should we go to school year round? Stuff like that. And one of the articles we had to read was we should ban zoos. Obviously I have a lot of feelings about that article, Yeah, but I have to teach it as this is the side that I'm arguing type thing. I had kids up in arms, like ready to throw down. And I was like, okay, this, this is the point of this lesson, guys. I'm like, this is the point. But uh, we actually had a parent that contacted the school, st- like in such disagreement with that article being taught that they wanted it removed from the curriculum. Really? Yeah. So, and some, because of the whole thing, off. it was about how animals would be better off in the wild instead of being at a zoo. But I, they didn't get to the point where the next day there was an article that was talked about how zoos were so much better. Like we literally taught also, the other side of the coin. Also, These- the animals in zoos aren't what look they well, are wild a, animals by behavior right. but they are not wild animals in the sense that if i throw it into the wild it's probably going to do great oh well, that, yeah that's in the it was the brown well, pelican enclosure what, that was his thing he was like we're we're very big zoo supporters and yeah, we're, so, you know their kids are in my zoology club right. like I, I don't get these parents nowadays i'm sure it's always been like this but with social media it's so much more active that i don't like this particular article and i don't want my kids to read it and it's like you have to have but you need Different to opinions. know, right. not only that, but you need to know what's going on. Right. You need to know all the sides of it so that you can make an intelligent, educated decision for yourself. In, in simple terms. So we started off talking about racks earlier, right? I fully understand both sides of that argument. hundred percent. I oh, get yeah. it. So and we both I can, worked at a zoo. So, we, I mean, yeah. I, zoos, feel like- I fully understand. Yeah, I understand. I understand people going to a zoo, seeing an animal in a cage and going, I wish that animal was free. Here's the thing. That animal's never been free. Oh, it's no. Not, well, they, that's what I was about to say about the Houston. That was the brown pelican enclosure. And they think maybe that was someone trying to let the pelicans go because they live here. And they're like, these pelicans were born in a zoo. Oh, yeah. They don't know what to do. No. And a lot of those, like, a lot of those birds at zoos, like native birds, tend to be injured native yeah. birds. Like, Correct. they can't the eagles, live in the wild. A yeah. lot of the bald eagles that you're going to see in zoos and facilities are, they cannot survive in the wild. So if they're not in a zoo, they're not going to make it. No. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, Darren said the owl in New York is still loose. Uh, I, that's the, that was the article I sent you. It was the one about the owl in New York, and that's yeah. yeah. They said they actually saw it hunting. Really? Yeah, yeah. Well, they were concerned at first because that no one had seen it eat, but now they basically have a person on it around the clock, like watching the bird around the clock. And now they they're seeing that. It's- I remember that hearing about that bear. Max talked about, they had a bear at the zoo that works for the adult. It worked for the adult film industry. It had no teeth and no claws. Cause they would use it to lick uh, sugar and whipped cream off a girl's chest. Uh, actually, bad I, job. I mean, I, they could hire me for that. <laughs> You're not hairy enough. So I'll wear, funny. I'll wear, I'll wear a costume. <clears throat> uh, we'll work for whipped cream. Sure. Anyways. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that that you can't release that bear into the wild. That is not going no. to No. Speaking of bears and wild, we talked about this on an episode, the cocaine bear. Oh yeah. They're making a movie. Cannot wait. No, they made, a they movie. made it. Yeah, just, uh, like it comes out in like 2 weeks. Yep. 
Yeah, I'm looking forward to the cocaine bear. It's like coming out in theaters too. I think. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Like oh, it yeah. definitely feels like it would be a Netflix movie, but no, yeah, but it's, it's Ray Liotta's last movie, man. Oh, I didn't Is know it? that. Yeah. Man, that sucks. Health <laughs> issues. Ray Liotta? Yeah. yeah he died get, from a heart attack, already, I think. Oh, he died? I don't know. Oh, yeah. yeah. I don't think Ray Liotta died. Yeah. M- middle of last year? Uh-huh. I completely forgot he died. I know. I remembered that one. That sucks. But that movie looks hilarious. Oh, and yeah. it's got um, the guy who played um, Tormund, Giants, Von Giant, whatever, the uh, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, oh, yeah the yeah, redhead. Yeah. yeah, the redhead. He's in it. Nice. Love and him. And then uh, Ice Cube's son, O'Shea Jackson Jr., He's in it. <laughs> Major, Major health issues. Like he can't breathe. Yeah. That is true. Uh, but anyways, going back to the theft. If if you're going to Vin's shows, understand that it does happen. And if you don't do anything to prevent it, it will happen to you. It, it doesn't matter. It's happened to big name people. We've known folks that have lost very expensive animals to it. Oh, yeah. Um, so theft is is a problem. So you yeah, you when you're planning out your table. No matter how much you think you are going to be attentive and being paying attention the entire show, it is very easy to run to the bathroom, to look to the left, look to the right, talk to somebody, be in a conversation. And it takes a split second for something to go. I think it's also important to know yourself. For example, I know that I trust people too much. I trust no one. I have been told by you on more than one occasion that I trust people too easily. And I mean, yeah. Sean Gray's always trying to pull something over on me because I'd never know if he's serious or if he's trying to trick me because I am so naive when it comes to certain things. I, I trust no one. I know. I tell my students all the time. I, trust, I don't trust teenagers. Any of them. Oh, God, no. I don't, don't, care, don't care how good of a kid they are. There's only like two kids them. that I trust to carry my water bottle because I know that they're not going to mess I'm with I'm not anything. sure I trust my kid all the time. <laughs> Who's that uh, in the chat? Uh, Maybe Alana. Uh, David no. Lemons. Oh, oh Lemons. Yes, yeah. we do trust Lemons. Sometimes. <laughs> my old coworkers. Sometimes. Uh, but so yeah, that was one thing I want to talk about was the was the theft issue. And and also uh, we talked about things getting loose. Think that stuff through. Like that's uh I don't care how cute you think a setup will be. I need you to fully think the setup through. <laughs> I think we mentioned it on here before, but there was a show, a new vendor who will not be doing this thing again. They realized, but they were using, you weren't at that show. It was like they, cupcake boxes. They were using cupcake boxes for their ball pythons. Like clear, like the, like, like the clear cellophane cup, top yeah. pa- cardboard cupcake boxes. The first time one of them shit with in tape. it. tape. No, they came, they left them out on the table and came in the next morning and two of them are gone. Cause of course they're gone. They bust straight through. It's right. a cupcake box. It's not made to hold us. Right, right. No. And, and when I said it. On Saturday, when I saw it, I said, they're going to get out. I show up Sunday morning, two of them loose. One was, I think, over by, the, by the, our setup with the racks, and they were on the other side of the show is where they were set up. Um, yeah, that's it. I get it. The idea was cute. And if that's the idea you want to go with, it's great. But at night, they need to get locked into a box because, I mean, it's, come on. It's a cupcake box, not made for a ball python. So, again, don't. There's a reason there tends to be. I'm not saying don't try new stuff, but there's a reason that we do certain things in the hobby that work. And if you can come up with something new, make sure it also works and don't just leave your shit in a cupcake box. So, yeah, you you would have loved seeing that one. <laughs> Max keeps his squams and mambas. Yeah, they work great in cupcake boxes. Yeah. 
Love a good squam in a cupcake box. I mean, just get you a cardboard box, fold the four pieces together, you know, where you overlap them, and that's good enough. Yeah. You don't need a tape or secure them. Nothing. No, nah, it's cool. They, they, they're trained. Mm-hmm. You just train them to sit still. I mean, there is that one guy that says he can train a black milk snake. Fuck, to, that was right. As an emotional support animal. The, the, the guy on... Yeah, he's all over like some of the Facebook I groups this. that he can train only certain. Oh, it's oh, in Facebook group. I'm not in well, any reptile. No, 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 Facebook no. Groups. It's his own Facebook group yeah. that he created. Oh, geez. He messaged me out of the blue on my business page before it got deleted. Uh, which I don't know if I told you guys, my Instagram has also been nuked. Fuck. Yeah, about a week ago. I don't have an Instagram. Um, <laughs> so I wouldn't have known. Telling me that I was promoting animal abuse for building racks and that he's going to put me out of business me and every other rack and cage builder out of business what? because he's got a revolution now mind you i had to read this super slow and over and over because the dude is barely literate oh. um and how he's going to put zilla and zoomet out of business with this new product that he's revolutionizing and blah blah blah, blah. so i start looking and he's got to go fund me up for three million dollars to buy the equipment I think he's dropped it to two hundred thousand now. That's what I should. Last do. Last time I looked, he was at eighty bucks. Um, make a GoFundMe to buy the printer that I want. But then he was putting out his um, <laughs> his prototypes, and they're literally made with one of those three D printer pins. Oh. And it looks like a fucking stack. Oh, of I remember bread. those. Yeah, yeah, you remember. Well, and, uh, so his his other thing, his other business, was that he can train. It's only certain species of snakes that you can do this with, and, and he has to know what your specific mental disability is, so he could train the snake. To be a um, oh, what was the word? An emotional, an emotional sport, sport, animal. sport animal, and that black milk snakes do the best. And he'll give you a certificate so that no one can take it away from you. Yeah, so you can take your black milk snake on the plane. Okay, just animal. to play devil's advocate here, I am fairly certain that my corn snake that I have in my class at my school now. Don't you dare! Don't you dare! No, make, no, no, don't, no! Listen, don't say something stupid right now. That's oh, I'm fixing to. It's recorded. People are going to hear. We it have a we have a second grader who is very autistic. She comes by my classroom every single morning. But that's not the same. But I, like she, she was hiding under the bedding. The snake was. Stop that! I know it's not a support animal, okay. but she was. Okay. This little girl was devastated because she was on her heat pad and she couldn't see her every day. And this morning, she was like waving at her, trying to get her to come out of the tube. Yeah, but that's that's not the same as a guy saying he's going to train your corn snake to oh, be yeah. an emotional support animal. For this human being. I also have a kindergartner who gets to go on walks around the school when he has a good day um, because he's made good choices. And the box turtle is his favorite thing that I have in my classroom. And when he found out that she was going to be coming out of the window and another animal is going to go in his place, like he almost lost it. So Alice, the box turtle, will be staying in the window for the duration of the year. (laughs) So talking about new items coming up, Max talked about the the black boxes that – Freddie made for Carl. We've talked about before that helps with geckos that fire up and fire down. So like the lychees, we'll get to it. Like the lychees, uh, they always look better when they're in the dark and then you look at them and you have all that color. So that is a cool, cool thing. I'm looking at his uh, latest educational post in his group. Oh, yeah. And it's about heating sources. And after I, you know, read through the fucking barely literate shit, he ranked them in this order. Um, overhead heat bulbs are the best. And then heat rocks. Cheese, the what? ceramic heat emitters. Oh, I, was like, I was like, I was like, I'm like, are we using a block of sharp like, cheddar? And then, what and then heat mats. And so confused. Radiant heat panels are the worst. The worst. Mm-hmm. The worst. So he's literally got it backwards. Yeah, the worst. Radiant heat panels, the things that everybody got it. They're the worst. <sighs> yeah. Uh, 
Darren Watson said those kits. I've seen them. They're a cool idea, but he is right about this. Those kits that convert uh, regular Rubbermaid tubs, uh, the thicker plastic ones, into cages, into front opening cages. So it's it, it's a track system that you're able to put into your tub, and then you cut acrylic, the plexiglass, to be a sliding door. So you can take these, you know, nice clear, these nice opaque Rubbermaid tubs and turn them into front opening cages. Um, but the problem is the plexiglass is warping now from heat lamps from heat. Oh, yeah. And so now animals are getting out of these things, oh. uh, which is why if you can do it, get glass. Now, look, Robert makes cages. Everybody else makes cages. And most everybody uses a plexiglass because it's cost effective. But if you can do it, take that plexiglass and at some point get glass cut for your cage. Um, it's going to add weight, but it is it does not warp over time. So there is that. Um, if you're going to have something high heat, if it is something high heat, it's going to warp faster. You can get glass. Uh, Jason Bellaravich asked if he can have random chicks pet his emotional support snake. You can ask them. I just can't promise that it will go well for you. Uh, the Reddies, yes, we already did talk about your uh, your chameleon. Feel free to chime in, though. I, I do feel quite horrible with that. Sean said ADA laws do not pertain to emotional support animals. That's that I knew uh, <laughs> in regards to taking them into public spaces. It only refers to service, so the service animals like dogs. Correct. Oh, or those ponies. You ever seen the ponies they train to service animals? Mm-hmm. I have actually, yes. I want to get one and name them El Fuego Diablo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Max said, if you anthropomorphize snakes, that's how you get. I'm lost there. I don't know who, the, who that is. I don't get the reference, but I don't get most references. So I thought it was just me. No, but it's me too. But it's Max, so it sometimes just doesn't make Max sense because it's Max. Yes, Sam, that is what's wrong with all of the children I teach. Wow. (laughs) What? Lori got a... (laughs) Sean just posted that um, Lori got a letter from a guy in prison today about the tipsy... At the tipsy trinket, and it's got like a clipping from their opening. Oh, shit. She's got a stalker. She's got a fan. Oh, okay. Uh, Yeah, Sean said dogs and mini horses are the only service animals. I mean, you could probably train a chimpanzee until it rips your arms off. No, no. That's always fun. Oh, Max, it's a free handler person. Uh, Gotcha. That's why I don't know who they are. Free handlers. I don't. Who did he say? Eric Farr. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't know. Once you add free handler, I'd just be an idiot. Uh, Sean says you're high. No, she's quick coughing. She's not. good. She's 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 I literally pipe. had a fettuccine noodle stuck in my nasal passageway and did not realize that until I went into the closet <laughs> to blow my nose. Okay. <laughs> now you're all gonna hear about it. Oh god. Almost died. Fucking hilarious. Uh oh, you got kicked from her. Oh, okay. Uh, Jason Melrose, glass is pretty cheap though. I've got it for years from the same local place. Glass and used to be pretty cheap. It's always. I guess it, it really depends on where you're at. Um, at. We had to get glass for something in Alexandria one time in Louisiana, and I remember thinking, "Wow, this is a lot." I know. <laughs> 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 I uh, look. People pushed me, and now you have to find out. Um, Anyways, glass was cheap. It was cheaper than I expected it to be. Depends. But I don't know what it is now. This was just like a sheet. It also depends on the type of glass you use. Because like. Yes. Um, well, you're supposed to use tempered tempered, glass. Yeah, you're supposed to use tempered glass. You can get cheap non-tempered glass sometimes. But the problem is it's going to break easily. Right. And when it breaks. So the problem I have with like tempered glass, glass is all the mills around here are A, 
several weeks out um, that aren't, unless you are like a big volume account with them and they have a minimum, Oh yeah. A that minimum charge. So a piece this big is $35. A piece. Or a piece this big is $35. Jeez. So, and that's two. So that's one for each. You have a minimum charge for each cut. Damn. Um, and then now all of a sudden they're like, we only cut within a quarter inch. And I'm like, it's fucking glass. It's supposed to be like. Exactly. Precise. Exact. How are you telling me you're only going to cut it with a quarter inch? So I need to start looking around for some more glass vendors. That's kind of low on my priority list right yeah. now. No, it's like I said. If anybody's other, if you if you want to do it, I'd replace with glass at some point. I need to do it at some point for mine. Just and not just mine from you. I've got some from other guys that uh, are very warped. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, Sam says you should have smoked tempered grass. I've never smoked anything a day in my life. Thank you so much. Me either. <laughs> I I've I have not. I have asthma, and that would not go well. <laughs> so. But, uh, oh, I, I, we never, we talked about the Herp shows. We never mentioned Herp shows coming up. Uh, so, real quick, the next Herp show is the Corpus Christi, Texas show, February 25th, 26th. Robert will be there. We then, will not. We will not be there. Then is the Baton Rouge show, which we will be here because it's Joe's birthday weekend. Don't you blame her for us missing that show. Blaming her. Uh, <laughs> and again, I, I feel weird saying the Baton Rouge show. It's the Gonzalez show. But Baton Rouge, Louisiana, March 4th and 5th. That'll be the first time there. Everybody go check that out. That venue is nice. Check that one out. Then the Bryan College Station Show, March 11th and 12th. I would like to say go check out the Herp Shop that weekend. But Sean closes it down on the weekend of the, of the show. So they're not competing with their vendors, which is great. I think that's awesome, too. It is great. So if you get there on Friday, go check it out on Friday. You get in town early. Mm-hmm. Uh, Waco, Texas, March 25th and 26th. Slidell, Louisiana, April 1st and 2nd. Over to Austin, Texas. Uh, April 22nd, 23rd. Speaking of Austin, Texas, we got to get Corey on. Uh, she got her new place. She, Corey got a new shop. Corey, Mar- or Corey just, Martin, our friend. Yeah, she was, just got back into the States. She got back from Africa, which I do want to ask her about that trip and how she survived being on the trip with Blake. And then uh, and then we talked about her new shop. That'd be really awesome. And then May 6th and 7th, sweet, is the Pearland, Texas show. So back in our beds here. And then Lake Charles, back to Lake Charles after three years. Has it mm-hmm. been three? It's got to be three years, right? Mm-hmm. After three years of not being there because Mother Nature hated Lake Charles for like two years straight. Uh, June 3rd and 4th. So come check us out at one of those shows. Also, while I'm throwing out the stuff, uh, I want I want to say thank you to our listeners for this. Uh, we we push the VivTech bulbs all the time because we love them. We use them on our animals, and there's not a better UVB light out there. I don't care what anybody says. I know the people that own the company. I've used the product. Uh, I... To tell, I sent my sulcata off back to Louisiana to, to live with a friend because the tortoise table it was in. It finally outgrew that tortoise table. And uh, when my friend got it, she said it had one of the best shells she's ever seen on a sulcata. It was nice, smooth. There was no pyramiding, nothing. It was underneath a VivTech bulb the whole time. Um, but w- we have a partnership with them. And our listeners, there are other people that have partnerships with VivTech and that have other podcasts and other social media outreaches. But we had the most used code of all those people through VivTech. That's for, for last year. For last year. That's thanks to our listeners. You've used our code. Um, and and that helps us. We do get a little bit from that. And that allows us to put it towards the hosting fees for this podcast because that comes out of our bank account. So Katie's glad when I'm able to put some money in there. So yes, they quit very much taking, so. Taking money from us. <laughs> Plus, we're going to – I do need to buy a new microphone and a new boom so that when we go to shows and we have – 
four, you know, five of us there. Everybody gets their own microphone. Um, so I just want to say thank you to our listeners. And again, if you want to buy a uh, VivTech UV, UVB bulb, use code GUMBO22 to save 15% on that bulb. Did uh, we talk about – sorry. It just made me think of it. Did we talk about yesterday being Valentine's Day at all? I did not. I did not. Uh, I wonder if anybody got Valentine items that were reptile related. James did, but he was unappreciated. He was unappreciative of what was purchased for him. I was not unappreciative. I was way more excited about it. Okay, there's a couple things. One, uh, we been, don't celebrate Valentine's. We've been together Day. for forever uh, since the beginning of time. <laughs> and Eighteen years is not the beginning of time. It is. It is longer than any of my students have been alive. You realize that? Yeah. Oh my gosh. 18 years. Yeah. Our, our relationship can vote. <laughs> Fucking 18 years. I'm a, may will be 25 years since I graduated high school. God, you're old. That's a quarter of a fucking century. <laughs> <laughs> well, this year is uh, my 20 year anniversary or 20 year school reunion or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to that, but whatever. Uh, but, yeah, we don't celebrate. It's always funny every year when I tell students. Uh, that oh, my I don't, students are always appalled. That I don't celebrate it. Because, you know, as a teenager, uh, they always think they're in love um, because they're stupid. No, it's not just teenagers. People in general are stupid. But uh, but they always think they're in love. And they always think that when Valentine's comes around, you should spend tons of money and get flowers and all this. No, I should like, get that shit all year round for putting up with you. Uh, <laughs> who, who puts up with who? Hey, hey. Be nice to me. I almost died eating I've pasta. Never, I've never tried to shoot pasta out my nose. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, so we took yesterday off uh, just so everybody could enjoy those that do waste money on all that stuff. You could enjoy Valentine's. Um, I, I was the Grinch on Valentine's Day at my school. I told kids <laughs> that if they would brought balloons or flowers in my room, I would pop every balloon. I had several bring flowers. They had to put, put them in the hallway and leave them in the hallway and hope they didn't get stolen during class. Uh, I told them that I was not going to have allergy issues because of their because they pretend they love each other and buy flowers. So, uh, yeah, Valentine's Day. Don't you know high school love is the strongest The love? strongest. Last forever. <laughs> There's one person out there going, I married my high school sweetheart. That's fine. There's 700 people out there who don't remember who they dated in high school. Yeah, well. So yep, no, I can't remember the last name. Of the I've only well, it's kind of weird because I relationships in my entire life. So yeah, <laughs> I am married to someone that I dated in high school, but we were except we were apart for like. Yeah. Years. Yeah. You became adults and, then, and realized yeah. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Had both had horrible marriages and then. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> he and my mom's relationship almost qualifies for AARP. Y'all are fucking old. That is true. <laughs> so. Um, Anyways, I bought him this really cool Lego book that came with a minifig and it was a snake minifig. I was way more excited about this than he kinda, was. Kinda, That's cool. He's kind of a snake minifig. I mean, it was a Ninjago. I did ask him. I said, if I would have given this to you tomorrow, would you have been more excited? And he goes, probably. I was like, that's some shit right there. <laughs> it's cool, though. It's, it's, it is a snake, and it's cool. But I mean, it was Valentine's. I didn't need anything on Valentine's. Anyways, uh, Victor, Victor did send me a link uh, for an article that I'll have to read in a little bit uh, that it's talks about snakes can actually hear really well. So it talks about how snakes can hear because they do have an internal ear. So they can actually hear with an internal ear. They don't have an external ear opening. So is everything just muffled? I don't know. I haven't talked to them lately, so I don't know. Shut up. So I was asking a legitimate do, do, do question. You, do you think snakes are maybe snakes are like uh, Charlie Brown? I don't know. That's why if it's an internal ear and not an external ear, are the sound waves processed differently? I was asking a 
serious question. Get your snot rag off of me. No, I'm going to throw it at your face your, again. Your noodle snot rag. Jerk. Oh, anyways. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't read the article. I'll have to read the article. Yeah. I've not read the article. Or just forward it to me because we all know you're not going to actually read it. I got a pretty picture of a... Of a Whatever. Of just a send me the link. Of a Woma. See, there's a pretty picture of a Woma on it. So, anyways. Uh... I was trying to go. I lost my train of thought. So, uh, what question did we post this week? Well, I posted it today, so there wasn't much. I, I did post though uh, anything that people have heard lately. That was kind of cool. <laughs> and of course, Vivtex said the statistics on Guinea snake bite survival dropping from thirty-ish to two percent. They heard that great information on this podcast. You weren't on this. I one. wasn't on that, that one. That was for Rachel when was there. Was on here. Yeah, mm-hmm. I knew was, which one it was. That from, was a though. very neat one, though. I mean, to go from thirty percent to two percent. What are you reading over there, Robert? Read this. <laughs> so the guy that sent that letter to the Tipsy Trinket. Yeah. It's he. There's a website where you can go in and find pen pals for that are in prison. Well, Someone Sean, put Sean, her there. Sean found his profile. No, he's just shotgunning out. He's from Brian. Oh. Dude's he, been in prison since 91. Just shoot, 2009 just shoot, on an escape hey, charge for hey, 20 don't hate. years. He's just shooting his shot. He's been in prison since 91 off and on since he was 20. Dude's just a career criminal. But okay. I'm reading his his profile of himself. Holy shit. Really? Dude is delusional. Oh, well, well, I mean. Yeah. I'm a former drug dealer, etc. That's that's part of it in there. I mean, <laughs> what's the etc.? <laughs> what else were you selling? Right. Uh, one of the things that someone had mentioned here is Zach Serrell, I think as he said, uh, said invasive species in Papua, smuggled animals coming into Papua, being seized by their government, and then later being released in Sarong. Uh, he said DM Exotics put out a video on YouTube 11 days ago about that, which you need to go watch. Uh, but that's crazy. The government's getting these things and they're going, ah, just throw them out in the wild. It's good. So that'd go well, I'm sure. Just a good pickup line. What is it? I profess to be a diamond in the rough, so assault me with ink and paper can only sparkle me. The fuck does that mean? <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I'm oh, very disturbed now. Jeez. Uh, going through some of the things that got posted over on our discussion group, what is that for? I was giving Victor a thumbs up because he sent me the article. Oh, uh, Ryan Goslow posted the f- uh, first pangolin pup born in Europe. Oh, pangolins are cool. They are. Um, I bought a book today at the book fair that is the ABCs of odd animals. And I only know about half of the animals in the book. I, I meant to bring it home. I bet I know more. You probably do, but I bought it because I only knew half of them. The A is for axolotl. It also had a cute axolotl on the cover. That's why I bought it. Possibly. Uh, Robert posted a while back, and it's already ha- I think it's already happened, but New Mexico had an alert on U.S. ARC about, was it traveling, was it traveling uh, animal shows? Was that what that one was? I think so, yeah. I don't remember. Which seems to be what they're trying to shut down everywhere is tra- animal- traveling animal shows, which is ridiculous. Uh <laughs> Max Hicks posted something. It was a shirt that says Cayman, like a wrecking ball, and it's got a Cayman on a wrecking ball. Yes. Those are darling. Uh, Oh, you posted about the arrest of the person for the two monkeys. We talked about that earlier. Um, Oh, this was a neat one. Nathan Holcomb posted. So it's a, I guess you'd consider it carnivorous. It's a carnivorous plant, but it eats leaves. So it's got that make it omnivorous, I guess. But it's it's got it's like a pitcher plant. It's open on top, and the leaves fall down from the trees above, and then they digest the leaf material. So it does. So it's not 
carnivorous. I don't know. I would. I don't know. I didn't read on it. I'm wondering if it can also digest insects that fall in there as well. I mean, because it is an open. Oh, okay. But it was very, of course, fucking Dr. Travis Wyman knew about it because he's a weird plant guy. Don't be jealous that he's smarter than you. That's smarter than me. I'm just, I'm <laughs> no, 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 you're the one that has to ask some dumb shit down for you all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, there was a cool video in, of a snake catching business in Australia. Uh, they shared the version of the brown snake. So the, they've got this brown snake that like uh, crawls up on them and kind of just passes them on. It doesn't try to attack them because, you know, it's a snake and they're not horribly vicious. So that was kind of cool. Just going through some of the things that came up. Over- oh, I posted one that I saw, and you never think of cert- there's certain animals you never think of as babies, but I posted one of the baby whale shark that someone caught. Yeah, that was cool. Yes, like, you don't think of a, a fish the size of a bus being a baby at some point, right. but it was, and it looks just like a full grown whale shark, but in itty bitty like puppy form. Yep. So that would be kind of cool. <laughs> I did like uh, Travis Wyman's meme. When the guy's holding the green and old and says, the fuck is this? And it says, when you finally get the American chameleon yeah. order from ba- the back of a magazine. <laughs> oh, I do remember them being called chameleons. They're chameleons. They change colors. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you posted a thing about Texas A&M doing a sea turtle. Um, my brain's going blank. Like re- rehabilitation. Rehabilitation. Uh, yeah. A&M is doing it in Galveston. They're planning a $20 million Sea turtle rehabilitate really uh, rehabilitation place rehabilitation mm-hmm. rehabilitations uh, in Galveston, which is just right down the road. So that would be really cool once that's up and going. They uh, Galveston has a I think it's on the twenty fifth of February. They have like a sea turtle symposium. The old sea turtle symposium. It was pretty cool. Tickets were on sale. I don't know if they've sold out yet or not. There, we have they're, like uh, they hot t- hot commodity. Apparently, they sell out every year. Really? So yeah. Huh. And there, but the thing is, is like there will be no sea turtles there. It's um, like it's literally just speakers coming in to talk about different things with sea turtles. So the ready said it was a seven month old, and I'm gonna fuck this name up. Sambava. Sambava. Uh, I mean, I forgot that bad. Sambava. That's pretty easy, James. I don't know. I'm like, there's there's always a chance. <laughs> there there could have been that a way. next word's chameleon. Cut, in case you're not cam, sure what that cam, is, cham, chamelon. <laughs> the old sambava chamelon. Uh, so it was extremely well started and now they don't have the care sheet and they don't have the support from them. And unfortunately that poor chameleon won't make it, which is sad, but that is one thing. If, if y'all ever do see the readies at a show, go up and talk to them. Uh, they have very well started chameleons. Um, as someone who, when we, when we early on got into the hobby, bought chameleons way too fucking small and young. Uh, I is- found that picture and showed her the, at the last show we were at together when we were visiting after the show that night. I was like, oh, look, here it is. And both of them were like, ooh, that's small. Yeah, it was fucking small. <laughs> fucking small. Eating pinhead crickets. Mm-hmm. Small. Mm-hmm. A little tiny veiled. Uh, it, it, they died. They definitely died. But uh, so it, it's very interesting seeing someone selling well-started, very colorful chameleons. Um, Beautiful. They are. It's um, the great thing. So we talked about them. I talked with uh, Amanda at Conroe because she has stickers. She makes her own stickers. And it's really cool. They're little, uh, like, cartoony versions of their actual chameleons. So, like, if you get one of these chameleons, you can get a sticker of that type of chameleon. And it's based off of one of their adults, one of the ones they have, which is a really cool thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's a really neat thing. You can get a sticker of, basically, your chameleon. Yeah, it's super cool. So, 
go get a chameleon from them. If you've ever thought about getting, if you if you're ready for, ready for one, yeah. If you're like, oh man, I've owned a bearded dragon, and then I got rid of it after three months, but I can do a chameleon. You're not the one I'm talking to, right? But if you have really thought about a chameleon, reach out to the ready ready rainforest. I they're some of the best chameleons I've ever seen. Yes, Sam is finally going to get to yes. meet the Reddies. He will meet the Reddies. Will be at at College Station. So my my dad is excited to see your setup and come talk to y'all and y'all can talk his ear off about chameleons. He's not getting one, but it's fine. Have have fun talking to him. He will Somebody love talk to Sam's stand ear there. off. You mean- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shows that shows going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that one. Oh, we're playing some cards against humanity. And <laughs> I'm just going to watch your mom's face the whole time. <laughs> Your mom may never go to another show with us. She'll probably be like, I'm going to go hang out with Joe and she'll (laughs) hang out with her daughter. She's going to end up taking Joe and Logan for like ice cream or something and she'll be the favorite out of the whole house. I want ice cream. (laughs) That's some fucked up shit. Uh, Speaking of of going places, uh, the... The Run Reptile Gumbo podcast crew is going to a football game this weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we are. (laughs) I'm super excited. It's going to be so fucking cold. I'll I'll wear my shirt. I'm going to wear my Reptile Gumbo podcast shirt. Why? Because it's all of us are going to. I think I might do. It's going to be cold. Well, you can wear a jacket over it. Then what's the point of wearing the shirt if you're not going to see the shirt? Because we can take a quick picture and then put the jacket back on. You could make him a jacket before then. Or you can make my hat. I actually think I bought a hoodie to make a Reptile Gumbo podcast hoodie. Or my hat that I want you to make. Uh, I'll make a hat. We're going to uh, we're going to the XFL game in Houston. <laughs> the XFL's back, and so I'm excited about going to see football. I still wish they would, if the ex- original XFL would have had rules like you could use a chair. That would have made it <laughs> just <laughs> just some guy comes off the sideline and fucking like, there's, there's ropes along the, the sideline. The oh, shit, he's down. <laughs> <laughs> there's ropes along the sideline. He's just jump, jumping off the top rope and laying participation. elbow. Just imagine wide receiver goes to catch a ball and he catches it and then bam, steel chair to the face. Was that not the worst ending of a Super Bowl ever? It was not good. <sighs> no, I did not like it. I, and, and I had this conversation with him. And he, you know, it was close and there was a field goal. And, and the dude admitted, yes, I grabbed him. But I was hoping was, they let it slide. It didn't affect the play. It didn't. But it didn't turn him. No. And there was an overthrow ball. Like, I, anyways, yeah. I, I would like to have seen the Eagles get it back with a minute something left on the clock and see what Jalen Hurts could have done. Because he cannot throw a bomb. Oh man, that was <laughs> that was the worst hail mary. Yeah, he threw it was it. definitely not Doug Flutie. Style. I feel like he threw it, and the rest of the team went. Does he know that we're down here, like thirty yards past? Because there was there was no one, no one. You couldn't even intercept that ball. Mm-mm. They tried, but they couldn't get there. <laughs> they fast couldn't get there. Oh man, yeah. for that to be the last play, you, he had such a great. Super Bowl, and that was his last play. Was a uh, lame duck in the middle of the field. Uh, oh, Darren says he has a shirt, so maybe we can Photoshop him into the picture. Yeah, we can. There you go, Darren. We we are getting, I think, a fourth seat, right? So we'll put we can pretend Darren's in the fourth seat in the empty one. I did. It was it was the same price because they had a three for one special. And no, it, was a, it was a buy one, buy three, get one free. Yeah. And I was like, well, shit, if we can have a little more extra space, why not? So, Yeah, because I don't know if anybody's ever noticed, uh, Robert and I aren't the smallest. I mean, I'm not teeny tiny myself either. Thanks, babe. But I have lost weight. I'm just going to say, I'm throwing this out there. I've lost weight, and all my pants are now looser. Uh, I have to, I'm just saying I have to go to the gym after this, and I, and I hate it. For any of the people out there listening that talk about going to the gym and they feel so great afterwards, fuck you. You're lying. No one feels great afterwards. I do. That's bullshit. I do. No one looks forward to going to torture. I, I pay somebody $10 a month to let me go torture myself. I'm sure this is going to fall under Jason Miller Adovich's. This is not what I came here to listen for. Well, how much were you paying to listen, James? Uh, <laughs> and 
Fuck you, Last Jason. Last time I checked, it was free. Fine, Jason. Give I me can a, talk about more reptiles. Jason, stuff. give us a topic. It's your job. Give us a topic, and we'll talk about whatever I, you want. I have mm, actually read. <laughs> I've read two books. Ever? Um, shut up. I think that's how many books I've read. In the last week, they were kids' books, but they're reptile-related. One of them is called Not Cannot, like K-N-O-T, Cannot, and he wants to be like his best friend Snake and be able to move as much as possible, but he has a knot, and so he cannot move. And like the whole thing is like the snake being this really sweet friend trying to help him feel better about himself. It's for kindergartners. What do you expect? Be less lame. But it was very sweet because the snake was not a bad guy. Then there was the book Lizard's Home, and the snake is a complete jerk face, and it's horrible. And I did not like it. Fuck that book. I know. (laughs) I don't like when they make snakes the bad guy. Look at all these books I have back here, and I've read... One, two, none zero. Of, none of them. Yeah. I don't think I've read any. I've read more books on the shelf than you have. I really need to read some of them. I'd love to read the complete Carpet Python, but now there's a new one out. I need to get that one. I don't have the new one yet. Uh, I don't know. As a kid, I did read the uh, the dogs book where it was all the different breeds of dogs. I read that one. Hmm. I knew all the different breeds of dogs. Of course you did. But no, I tell you that I've read some of the cor- the corn snake books, the uh, Kathy Love corn snake books. I did read those. You've read a couple of the care guides, too. I mean, a care guide, like one-page care guides? Yes, I have read a lot of those. Oh, no, some of the other things. Maybe <laughs> you've just very read... random. What is the... you've Maybe read some... you've just you've read, like, read some other pieces. things. Maybe you've just read, like, a You've few read the back of shampoo there. bottles while pooping. <laughs> you've... I said something about books being in the bathroom the other day, and one of my students, I teach third grade, so they're like eight, nine. One of the students goes, why do you have books in the bathroom? And the other kid goes, so you have stuff to read when you're pooping. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I had a sergeant that wouldn't touch a magazine in a bathroom. He said, that has poop particles on it. (laughs) Oh, okay. We watched... I think it was a commercial or... We're, see, now we're talking about poop. Our, there was, our, there was something about, about, do you flush the toilet with the seat open or with the lid closed? And they did like a science experiment to see how much particle like growth there was. At, it was anyways. Jason said a reptile books episode would be cool. It would be, but it would just be going, this is a reptile book I haven't read. This is another <laughs> reptile book I haven't read. The problem is, is that James could not do anything but run the board for a reptile book episode. I just don't have the patience. You listen to why don't you listen to audiobooks? I don't have the patience for that either. Really? I don't want someone to read a book to me. What am I fucking five? I love audiobooks. Sit on the car- I love audiobooks. I listen to them all the time. Gonna sit on the carpet. That's the only way that I can read me. two books at a time. Especially if I can listen to an audiobook and I can read a book. I will follow. Not Especially at the same if it's time, obviously. Someone who's really good at reading them and yes. does the different voices. Uh huh. I enjoy it. I have to have that if it's fiction. I prefer to listen to nonfiction on audio because I cannot read nonfiction. Reptile books oh. episode would be cool. See, I would have no input there because I've never read a reptile book. I just, just, yes, I've, you have. Cause you loaned me the one. Yeah, I never got it back either. No, 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 back. no. I took that back to your house. Yes. It is 100%. at your house. Cause it's at next to our bed. On my bedside table for months. And I was hmm. like, I have so to, it is somewhere in your house. Yeah, well, you your know house. how that goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm um, like, no, <laughs> by the way, I brought that shirt back. It's downstairs. Okay. Perfect. See, J- Jason can't do audio. I can't do audiobooks. I'd fall asleep. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Sam watched a completely different snake movie. We on. don't need to know your <laughs> secrets, man. Keep that to yourself. Not a secret now. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, 
question for everybody, but you did not post it. Which question? Um, if we were to do a monthly giveaway, oh yeah, what would be things that people would like to get? Like, would they like to get like we could do books again? Go say money. That one. You're not getting money. No, I don't have any extra of that until probably like wait ever. You plan on having extra money? <laughs> Maybe in April. The fuck is extra money? Because Joe's birthday will be over. Wait, wait. Where does extra money come from? Extra money comes into us not going out to eat so often. Well, then we don't have extra money. (laughs) I don't understand. I've never never in my life had extra money. I've had money. But it's money that's not budgeted for something, so therefore If I buy something, it's budgeted for it. No. Like if I sell snakes. That's extra money. No, and then I use that money to buy snakes. That wasn't extra money. That was snake money. I disagree. Anyway. I don't know that I could listen to Samuel L. Jackson doing audiobooks. Sure, you could. I don't think I could. Or like Christopher Walken. Oh, yeah, all day long. <laughs> could you? Yeah. <laughs> like the cadence that he sets. I just want, I, but I'd want Samuel L. Jackson. Or I don't like, care how the book is written. Or like I want him William to read it Shatner. As, I want him to read it as Samuel L. Jackson. There's a uh, like I've been a lot reading, of motherfuckers in there. There's a, we- a Western writer named Jay A. Johnson that's been writing books for years and years, and uh, I listen to a lot of his. And the guy that they have that does those, it's like <laughs> you're watching a movie. Chapter one, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be about right. I want him to go back and read classic books. Like uh, maybe I'd finally give a shit about Pride and Prejudice if it was read by Samuel L. Jackson. It was pride and fucking prejudice. <laughs> the end. Yeah, my one of my um, Echo Dots will do the Samuel L. Jackson voice. That's, you've had it do it with like the uh, the alert, it's like alert, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh shit. What were we off? Oh, I'd say oh, we're off the rails. This is we're real. on the rails. What is it? <laughs> you okay. Be careful. You don't want to snort some pasta or anything over there. It's a kids book. It's on Audible. It's narrated by Samuel L. Jackson. Fuck yeah. It says, go the F dash dash K to sleep. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I've actually heard it before. You, you can listen to it on YouTube. Oh, oh, it's six minutes long. Yep. Sold. Uh, he also, Angela Bassett, Cuba Gooding Jr. and Samuel L. Jackson also narrate um, the Old Testament of the Bible. <laughs> That's interesting. Motherfucker begot this motherfucker and then begot this motherfucker. <laughs> Just read the book of numbers. <laughs> so and so begot that motherfucker. These two fuckers had kids. Oh, shit. There's three pages of stuff that he narrates on Audible. Because Samuel L. Jackson will do any- Snakes on a plane prove that Samuel L. Jackson will do anything. Just, I mean, Snoop Dogg narrated some... Uh- Discovery Channel. Discovery stuff. Channel. Snoop Dogg Snoop shit is hilarious. Snoop Dogg has morning affirmations for children, and it's like pre-K type yeah. stuff, and it is the greatest shit I've ever heard. Did you see? He was it's on like, some show the other day, so and pump, it's just a woman asked great. him, do you look back at your lyrics from 30, 20 to 30 years ago and see some of the things you said about women and regret that? Nah, fuck them bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That was his whole response. He was like, nope, I love every bit of it. Here's one called The Clever Snake Charmer. It's a favorite African folk tales by Nelson Mandela. Mandela. Mandela's the thing that we And it's narrated by Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. I just feel like there's not enough motherfuckers in that one. Probably not. (laughs) Darren watching the fucking Bible. (laughs) (laughs) 
You know what? I might give it a chance if it was Samuel L. Jackson narrating it as Samuel L. Jackson. So Lee Reddy said that Mike Rowe would be the best audiobook narrator. Number one, he is because I've listened to some of his audiobooks. Um, and he really is just all around. But he wouldn't drop enough motherfuckers for me no, to stay No, it's in. okay, though. I think Jason Miloradovich and I would, would stay attentive to a book if it was Samuel L. Jackson dropping motherfuckers all the time. Oh, motherfuck the motherfucking Bible. Cain killed his motherfucking brother. Really? What am I as a motherfucking keeper? <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> All right, <laughs> I, I like that. Oh, that's, um, y'all are a mess. That's that's my new. I, I need him to, to narrate the Bible, but in that I hadn't form. Seen that motherfucker? What am I his motherfucking <laughs> keeper? Y'all are a mess. <laughs> Just hear that. Oh, shit. have you ever seen the movie Year One? Yes. Love your yeah. one. That just made me think about that because, yeah. Anyway, uh, I have, I'm a, I'm down a rabbit hole. Gary uh, Sinise is another one. Sean Connery would be kind of hard to book these days, Sam. No, he's a Daryl Hammond. Well, doing oh, Sean as Connery. Sean Connery. Oh yes, that would be awesome. <laughs> that one would be good. I'll take the penis, my dear. <laughs> let it snow. Let it <laughs> let it snow. Let's let it snow for two hundred. But yeah. Wow, we've gotten Stop like we always way. do. This is what shit. happens when it's the one-on-one-on-one. On one on one. But one somehow on one. we still have ten people that. I love know us. nine. Someone just left you. Just <laughs> it. Uh, I I would like some ideas from folks. Like it is. I'll tell you the hardest thing about doing a weekly podcast mm-hmm. is co-host or uh, guest. It's guest, not co-host. You dick. <laughs> I meant guest. Although Bullshit. shit, shit. How often that do I have my your co-host? Subconscious coming out how often, to bitch about us. How often do I have my co-host? Look, Both of them. I cannot help it that one of us has to be a responsible parent. More often than not. Yeah. Uh huh. Except for when I'm like, hey, you should be on. No, I'm not going to be on this week. Well, Rachel was here. I don't like when there are that many people in this room. We have four microphones. <sighs> I need and to reach out. I think Rachel misses the podcast. So we, I need to reach out to. Uh, so we had our podcast come out last week from our Conroe uh, interviews, which was fun. We, uh, we had the Undertaker's Vault. We talked to them about dead stuff. Well, pretty much talked about them about Cajun food. Um, if you haven't listened to last week, it just ends up us talking about coon ass stuff and uh, Cajun food. It was a good one. Uh, that was a good one. Then we had Hayden on, and we talked about uh, Hawks. And one thing I do want to mention, in that episode, if you might listen to it, we talked about she's been trying to get a um, kestrel. kestrel. And then like a week later, she, she got, got a Kestrel. And now she fucking hates And now it's not, her Kestrel does not like her. No. She is having – it's she's having an experience. Yes. Uh, oh, I did see Darren. Darren wants to they're making another History of the World. What? Pretty much never seen History of the World Part wow. 1. Shame on you. Uh, is – are they making it? I mean, is it... Uh, what do you mean by they? You know what I mean. <laughs> the British. Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I mean, he's dead, right? Mel, Mel Brooks is dead, right? No. Is he not? No. I don't think so. He's like oh. 95, but he's still alive. Yeah. Then fuck yeah, they can still make it. It'll still be good. As long as oh, Mel... Yeah. There's a whole trailer for it and everything. As long on, as Mel Brooks is still alive. On Hulu. Nice. Because... Like Johnny Knoxville. Just the, oh, that'd be good. <laughs> David Stassen, Zazie Beats. Just, it has Love one, of, one of my favorite lines of any movie was, was God gave on to us these 15, 10 commandments. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he dropped it. <laughs> I fucking love that line. Yeah. Uh, A eunuch. So it's already out on Hulu. What? what? All right. So, so how do I know? No, it comes in March. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, how do we not know about this? Oh wow, it's got like, it's got a great cast. Because it was always, it was always called History of the World Part so One. Does it say when in March? Uh, March. Okay. 
<laughs> well, looks like the piss boy. Maybe what we'll do then is when Sam is here, y'all can have a movie night. <laughs> Wanda Sykes, Nick Kroll. You can go to Robert's house and have a movie night. Yes, and then yes. Logan can just come Danny over DeVito. Here. Is that Danny DeVito up there? Please tell me. What's his name? Um, that, that place, Ted Lasso? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, this that is going to be good. That's funny. Is Mel Brooks in Is his name anywhere on there? Please tell me. he's He's got to be involved. Because that's my problem. If Mel Brooks is not involved in History of the Here World Part 2, I'm going to be upset. Oh, it is titled wow. History of the World Part 2, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, it's a great movie. If, anybody that has never seen Mel Brooks movies, you should be ashamed of yourself. Because... Jason Matsukis. That's um so I guess, No, Jason Matsukis. Oh, Matsuk- Did you ever watch um The League? Yes. Mm-hmm. The uh Ra- Ravi? Oh yeah. Yeah. That is fucking weird. He's, you know that that whole every scene he has in is ad-libbed. Really? He just he, comes up with that as he's Brooklyn, going. Do you ever watch Brooklyn 99? Mm-hmm. Cuz he was fucking weird in that too. Yeah. Uh Jason and I were just off. Uh Darren wants to say he loves Kestrels and Marlins. Uh yeah, I don't know how much uh she feels about Kestrels right now. She really loved it before she got it. But we do need to reach out to Hayden. We do want to have her on. She's, she wants to bring Goose, here. Goose her, her hawk, here. Seth in, Rogen's in it. I say in studio. In studio is this small room yeah. with a hawk. So that will be uh, interesting. JB Smith. There will be a, a hawk over here somewhere. Where it Katie's might be on is. that side. It is Danny DeVito. He is in it. There's really? more space over there. It would make more sense over for his here? perch to so go there. There might be a hawk right so here. So you may be Jack shifting. Black, Jason Alexander, Fred Armisen. Holy crap, dude. It's everybody. Have you seen Mel Brooks' name yet? <sighs> no. He may have just but done production. That's, that that is the writing. Only, that he may, may be too old to act did. anymore, but I need him to be involved in it. Oh, yeah. Series regulars include... Oh, there you In go. In addition ahead. to guest stars, the series regulars include Mel Brooks, Wanda Sykes, Nick Kroll, and okay. I burn, burn holds. As long as Mel Brooks is in it, it'll be good. Power of the Schwartz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Josh Gad. Jeez, everybody's in it. Well, I mean, literally I, everybody. I imagine when, when someone's like, all right, so we have a Mel Brooks movie. Yes. Yes. Like, no one's like, <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> done. Especially if you're, you want me to walk on the corner of the screen and just carry a newspaper? Especially if, yeah, let's do it. You know, only been in movies for the last thirty years or so because I think Mel Brooks' last movie was like Robin Hood Men in Tights. Men, we're men in tights. Yeah, I mean, so it's been a long time since anybody's had an opportunity to be in a Mel Brooks movie. Darren's excited about seeing the one with the hawk. Yeah, it's it's gonna be entered. There'll be a hawk here, probably with a probably over there or over here somewhere in this small room. There will be a hawk with a. Little hood on so nope, that he the producer was his last movie. The producers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we need to reach out to Hayden and, and do that because she said she would bring him in. So that'd be cool. And he's uh, ninety. Hey, Morelia House, what's up? He is ninety six. He is ninety six. Someone needs to put a bubble around him. Yeah. Don't let Mel Brooks die. Right. He's a national treasure. Young Frankenstein is a great movie. Uh, Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles That's is baseballs. Yeah. Well, yeah, but Blazing Saddles oh, is yeah. probably the best. Blazing. See, the problem is like a movie like that can't. See, I'm I'm interested to see how how this works because there's a lot of things. That this movie just... can't be the way that the original one was, right? Because everyone would be fucking offended by everything. Everything, unless at 96 he's like, "Fuck it." Yeah. <laughs> I am a dirty old man, and I'm gonna say whatever I want. Darren said, "What issues is she having with the Kestrel?" Well, the Kestrel doesn't really like the whole being a prisoner thing. Yeah. Um, it's got to get over that. She's, she's got to get, got to get it to being used to being a prisoner. Yeah. She's, um, 
Let's go see. Let's see some of the things she's posted. <laughs> it's 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 been fun for her. But Goose, Goose is very much given into being a prisoner. And did immediately. Yeah. Goose is like spoiled rotten. That's her, her red tail. Yeah. Uh, like she brought Goose to a show a week after she caught him and he was fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah again, you may have listened to that episode. Go listen to it because we talk about the... Uh, just the fucked up way that hobby works in the in in it's not fucked up that it does it it's done great it's just a weird idea of hey okay, go catch the this shit the concept of it go catch this wild bird make him your bitch and he's going to have to deal with it and and they do uh sam said the producers is from the 60s but he did hotel transylvania 3 he's actually in all the hotel transylvania's movies yeah. he's the grandfather Oh, mm-hmm. he's also in Robots, the cartoon movie that we like. Yeah, he's done yeah, several he does voice. a lot That's of voiceovers, true. like a lot of voiceovers. Yeah, I just I worry about the 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 comment like Blazing Sad. I love the meme where it's like Blazing Saddles will air tonight on ABC from seven o'clock to seven o three. Yep, <laughs> it's like that's <laughs> it's been edited. You know, but that's that's about it. Yep, because there's nothing else in that movie would, well, would fit today. If, you know, Cleavon Little, the guy that played the sheriff. Yeah, that's like his only movie because he died. Not long after that, I love the 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 callback to it in Men in Tights when it's like a black sheriff. It worked in Blazing Saddles. Yep. <laughs> oh, now we're now we're. I guess we've Okay, that wasn't his last movie, but it was not. He didn't do a lot. Yeah. So I didn't see that. Uh, Darren said red tails are the easiest to submit. Uh, what have you been doing with red tails, Darren? I think that's why they recommend them as the first. Yeah, you know, as first bird because they're. Because they're bitches. They'll give in. Oh, you saw what Goose did to Rachel's arm. Oh, yeah. And Conroe just missed the glove and one claw right into her arm. Take that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. T- let us know. Uh, anybody that you all are ever interested in us having as a guest. Like I said, that is the hardest thing doing a, a weekly podcast. Any of you are interesting and want to be a guest. It's so interesting. Mm. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the problem is most of the people that listen to our show have been on our show at some point. Even your dad. Unfortunately, my dad. <laughs> uh, we are going to be doing interviews at the Bryan College Station show, so we will probably have him sit in for some of those. Because I'll be up front running the and table, yeah. so yeah. And depending on how busy it is, I might not be able to, because like, I didn't even get to sit on Hayden's, remember? Oh, that's like, right. Two minutes. Yeah, you it, got like two minutes, and then go. you had to go. Jason said to find interesting. Well, not fucking you. I'm just, just kidding. Don't be an ass. I, but I'm good at it. <sighs> uh, Jason's interesting. He lives in Colorado and Jason's got some awesome animals. You can smoke weed out there. <laughs> can do it here too. Just don't Sam said, I didn't know Mel Brooks served in World War II. Yeah, I mean, he's old enough. That is true. That is true. But I mean, he's like four foot tall. Like how how scary was he? <laughs> Did they sneak him under enemy lines? Could have been a ball turret <laughs> gunner on a B seventeen. <laughs> uh just wondering what he did, or was he just there for comic relief? To, to cheer up the troops. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, but yeah, reach out. Let us know who you'd like us to have on. Um, again, Katie's thing. If there's anything you can think of giveaway, anybody wants to do a giveaway. I know I need to talk to Jason. He talked about wanting to do a giveaway. Uh, we can do that as well. Uh, Sam said it made him made Mel Brooks harder to hit. I just picture like Mel Brooks doing a World War II movie. And at some point he's doing, you know, the, the carnival thing where you shoot the thing and it goes backwards and forwards as you hit it. Just him like going... Going across enemy lines and getting shot at and just going backwards and forwards as they shoot at him. All four foot of Mel Brooks. <laughs> Are you playing Pokemon right now? I was catching Pokemon. Thank you. Fucking Pokemon. Anyways, all right. Let's wrap this up. I got to get our kid from band practice. I got to go torture myself <clears throat> at the gym. 
Ugh. Ugh. I'm going to go home and watch TV. <laughs> I don't look. So anybody listen, like, why do you keep going to the gym? Because I don't want to die. That is my whole. It's important to me. <laughs> I'm trying not to die as early because apparently you can't survive very long with diabetes, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol. <laughs> All three of those together apparently don't make you like live forever. So I got to try. Not great for longevity. No, I got to try and get rid of one of them. You're getting there though. You're getting. I have there. dropped numbers for for the diabetes. Uh, I have no idea what the cholesterol is doing. I'm, bacon is blood still, pressure numbers are coming down. Bacon is still tasty, so that shit's not going anywhere. <laughs> I had bacon twice today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've eaten I've eaten more chocolate in the last 24 hours than I have in the last two weeks. Samson Millbrook's located mines to be disarmed. Yeah, did they train rats to do that? Like what? My grandfather ate bacon at least once a day, every day. And he lived till he was 77 and died from lung cancer, which has nothing to do with bacon. <laughs> there you go. So, so that's the problem with genetics. Like, that's good genetics is when it goes to that. But then I could eat it every day and have a clogged heart and die. Right. <laughs> Jason says bacon is God's meat. Improve anything. Improves anything and everything. That is uh, so true. 100%. I mean, we put it on everything. Yep. <laughs> <sighs> no. That's possible. That is possible. <laughs> Uh, same as did your grandmother smoke the bacon? <laughs> That's how I got the lung cancer. Smoking oh, bacon. Goodness. No, I think it was the pack and a half of cigarettes a day for forty years. He probably did it. You know what? You should just wrap those in bacon. So when he got diagnosed with lung cancer, the doctor said you have to stop smoking immediately. And he goes, "You just told me I have terminal lung cancer. Why would I give up the one thing in my life that I really enjoy <laughs> if I'm going to die anyway? Well, it might. You might not live as long." Okay, so I might get a few extra weeks of misery. I'm just going to keep smoking, Doc. I was sitting in there with him. I was, what, 19, 18, 18 or 19? And uh, the doctor was like, I really don't have a rebuttal to that, yeah, Mr. Powers. And Garpo's like, all right, good, because I don't care if you do or not. I'm going to do it. I'll do what I want. I'm going to die anyways. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Jason said he's thrown bacon in his meat smoker, but never in a pipe. Huh? See? Well, you live in... Colorado. So what you could do is roll your weed in bacon and then smoke that. I don't I'm I'm not sure how any of that works, but I'm pretty sure that is not it. Well, the in the history of food, when something sucks, they just wrap it in bacon to make <laughs> it better. Like Brussels sprouts are gross, but you'll see them wrapped in bacon. Yeah. Dude, Sean got some Brussels sprouts last week when we had dinner with them. Were they wrapped in bacon? No, but the fuckers were ridiculously good. I think they may have had bacon juice on them. Oh, there you go. Uh, we call that, some people call it grease. Yeah, I was just going to say, is that the same as bacon grease? Yeah. I don't need those kind of negative people in my life. Let me get a bottle of that bacon juice. <laughs> I can find that on the aisle of the grocery store. Where do y'all keep uh, the bacon juice? I found apple, I found orange, but I can't find bacon. I got some butter, garlic, ranch cashews today. Holy crap. I like salt and so vinegar good. almonds. Did, did you wrap them in bacon? I'm going to when I get home. I'm out. I ate the last of the bacon with my burger at dinner. That's what I forgot. I forgot to make the bacon for our burgers the other night. Uh, soup for the soup. That part. would have made it so like yeah. over ba the top. Bacon wrapped joints. That could be a new, a new thing. You be hard to keep lit. But I'm willing to try. <laughs> so, <coughs> so I said oh bacon grease bong water. There you go. What? Man, we're just. <laughs> Yeah. We are all we, over. Hey, look, the reptiles. Place reptiles? What? Erectile? What? <laughs> oh, that's cool. Um, 
Jeremy and Janelle that we had on a couple weeks ago, they had a couple gargoyles hatched oh. today. Oh, I did want to mention. Uh, so we had uh, David Elderman on whew, a long time ago. We was at a, a Corpus Christi show. Yes. And we had him on for an interview Wait, there. August? I think some of that show was, or July? Was it that? Yeah. So, um, but he does some amazing anoles. <laughs> yes. Uh, not, not not the American chameleon green anoles. No. <laughs> but he does some amazing anoles. And at uh, NARBC, for his giant blue beauty and no, he won the Dave Kaufman Rattle On Award for mm-hmm. Best Lizard. Well deserved. <laughs> yeah. Because not only does he make some awesome animals, Dave is just a great guy. He is. You know, he I, is. I enjoy talking. I vended right next to him at uh, that Fort Worth, um, big Fort Worth show a few couple months ago. Yeah. And really enjoyed having being next to him the whole weekend. And um, <laughs> only thing is, he makes <laughs> his setup makes yours feel like. Well, oh, yeah. it's <laughs> no, He is professional. And it is professional. Top notch. Yeah, no, it's uh, between the the lizards and then the boas. He's got some of the most amazing boas. I drool over every time I see them. But it was very good for him to win. It's at his business, by the way, Eclectic Reptile. Um, it's a great logo. We've talked about it with him before. Um, but yeah, so check them out. If you've, if you've thought about if you've thought about lizards but never looked into some of the anoles, check out some of his anoles. They are bright blues and greens and yellows and um, and big, like these are not small anoles. So, but I just wanted to throw out there. He won, won that award. Thought it was really cool. Um, so yeah, that's all I got. That was, that was my reptile related stuff for the week. I, I, uh, I don't have anything else. Anybody got anything else? No. Well, now, nope. now the chat just turned into ideas with bacon. I know. Which I'm not problem. Bacon. <laughs> Darren was just call it bacon stock. <laughs> I like that too. There it we went. go. Bacon stock, like right there next to the chicken and the beef stock, sold. Now, if we can just put it in an IV, <laughs> just put it straight into the veins. I mean, pretty much what I do anyway. Uh, Lee, ready? Did you get a crocodile skink yet? You can name him Irwin. We do not have a crocodile skink because no. we do not need a crocodile skink. We don't need more lizards. Mm-mm. Lizards are time consuming. Although I think my parrot at school may take my guinea pig home for spring break. Good. I think we'll be squawking and squeaking here. <laughs> I was like, my mother in law is going to be at the house, and I'd rather not have to deal with more oh. animals with her allergies. That was also, we had uh, Bryce and Debbie on from SMS. We talked about them earlier. Mm-hmm. We had them on for our last show when we were in Conroe, and we talked about guinea pigs, mm-hmm. which I know doesn't sound familiar, interesting, but they have a shit ton of guinea pigs. And I think I'm going to talk Bryce into let's just go into business and selling guinea pig meat. <laughs> they have a ton of them. Like Debbie was like, I don't even know how many. They have like free range guinea pigs. They have a huge like free range pen of guinea pigs. I bet that sounds amazing. You, right. As soon as you open a bag of anything, just rustles. Weaken. <laughs> Amanda pied alligator. Yeah. We're going to get right on that. We'll put it right here in this room. Right spot, we'll find alligator. Not tell anybody because they're horrible. can't get an alligator till he has a swimming pool. I heard Katie say it a couple times. Bullshit. <laughs> Robert, for, you are I'm here quickly, for you, buddy. You're going to get added on that shit list real quick. <laughs> when my parents come into town for uh, spring break, I want to take them to Crock Encounter. I want to okay. go too before it gets hot. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, and then I want to go back to the sea center in Lake Jackson because it's free. That's fine, but I need someone to steal me a Chinese alligator. We're not taking you a Chinese alligator. You don't love me. 
That if you were, is if not. you were to give me a Valentine's this gift, is like that's those, what you should this give is, me. This is those videos that are viral where like the spouse is being like, my spouse doesn't love me. And the other spouse is like, I never told you I didn't love you. I have to do this instead. Or I've never seen those videos because I don't yeah. watch that stuff. I, I get see them on TikTok sucked all the in the rabbit hole yeah. because now they have videos on Facebook. This is why it's I don't now. have They've a They've been TikTok. there for a long time. This is why I don't have a TikTok and they're on Facebook. You could just not watch them. I can't help it. It's a train wreck. You could just put the phone down and not watch them. But we're we're stealing a Chinese alligator. We are not. I mean, look, Deidre's not listening to this, so Chris doesn't know. We're going to steal one of his Chinese alligators. No, He'll yeah. never notice it missing. James. That old, I do know the video where they'll never know. See? They'll, they'll never know. They'll know. How will they know? They'll know. <laughs> That's what I need to do there is just feel myself stealing one of his alligators. Uh, so anyways, that's, I, I am looking forward to that. I am looking forward to, we need to find out when Reptilandia is opening the second building. I thought it was supposed to be in March. I thought it was March. Because we talked about oh. doing that while your parents were here too. I want to do that too. Yeah. I want to go to Reptilandia. Okay. Jason said the Sea Center is cool because that's down where his family's from. They have mm-hmm. a little fish. And then, yeah, I love you, it there. You can touch. We've done a little touching pool there. Yep. Which sounds dirty when you say it that way. Touching, touching pool. Anyways. Uh, but that, the Sea Life Center is a cool place. It's it's a because it's like a state owned like fisheries kind of building, but it's down south, so it has saltwater fish and all that kind of stuff. Have you ever been down there? I'm not. It's really fun. It's it was a, one of those simple like, drive. It's down, what forty minutes on the road. They have a box when you walk in where you can make donations because there's no entrance fee. And nice. it passes a Carl's Junior, the only one near us, and I can get mm-hmm. Carl's Junior. So. When what? I went down a couple weeks ago to go meet somebody in Angleton to drop off something, motherfucker, were, they, don't you tell me it's they closed. They were taking the Carl's Jr. sign down in front of the on the highway. <laughs> God Why? damn it! Why do you do this to me, Robert? <clears throat> but it may not be closed. They may I just... have to deal with him now. Oh, fuck. He's fixing to Google this. I'm doing it for you. <laughs> All Carl's Jr.'s locations in Texas. Uh, Angleton's still on there. Oh, okay. Oh, they're, they're saying there's a chance. <laughs> On five twenty three, on whatever the whatever two eighty eight is, it turns into the turn into. I think that's five twenty three right there. <sighs> Damn it! I need. So everybody doesn't know what Carl's Junior is. If you live east, it's a Hardee's, and uh, I, I love Hardee's, and they've closed. Yeah, that's that one, the one that's in that truck stop. Yeah, the loves. Okay, so maybe they're just getting a new sign. Yeah, hopefully. God, I hope so because I do love Carl's Jr. Yeah, because there's only one, two, three, five, there's not many, fifteen, 20, nineteen of them left in Texas. We ate at one on the way to like Amarillo. I remember that. Mm-hmm. That was somewhere up in North Texas, where bumfuck nowhere, because that's where Amarillo is located. But ah, uh, it was in Wichita Falls. Yeah. Um. Because you know that that used to be one, right? Where Slim Chickens? Yes, yeah. that no, was a Carl's it's, Jr. It's still on the the highway sign when you yeah. go into Pearland. It's oh. like. Hardy's, yeah, or Carl's Jr. I'm like, no, it's not. Nope, motherfuckers. Slim chickens now. Uh, Raise Rainforest. We can offer chameleon stickers for giveaways. Yeah, no, we can do a whole collection. We can get a whole bunch of stickers from them. That'd be a cool one. That would be neat. Like, just have everybody mail us stickers for like a month, and then the winner of the giveaway gets giveaway. like gets all the stickers. There's one in Sealy on the way to San Antonio too. Sold right outside of Katy. Sold. Have I passed? I don't remember passing that one. Anyways, it's in Sealy. You have to get off on 90. Uh, Jason said that the Sea Life Center, they breed and release the three biggest game fish down there. Mm. Mm-hmm. So, Speaking of, did you see Lake OHIV 
it's up in North Texas, has been producing gigantic bass. Mm-hmm. And a guy just caught a 17-3. Jesus day, Christ. And uh, it's the fifth largest ever caught in the state. of. T- it was 17-10 when he weighed it. On his, he has a uh, you know sophisticated scale. He's a professional bass yeah. guy, <clears throat> and uh, well, they lose water weight. And stuff. Well, and it puked up some shad. Oh fuck! But when he put it, when they they weighed it at the on the certified scales, it was seventeen three, and then he put it in a tank. Well, there were some minnows in there, and when they weighed it again, it was like seventeen eleven. He's like, nope, we're gonna stick to seventeen three because it may have eaten some of those minnows. I doubt it, but I don't want there to be any controversy. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a share because they have the Toyota Share Lunker program in Texas where they actually keep those big bass and breed them. Sam says he's not eating hard. Then you don't have to eat it. But if I drive down there, I'm stopping and I'm getting a burger from Hardee's. <laughs> Fucking love Hardee's. Yeah. Darren wants a Carl sticker, is it like a Carl's Jr. sticker? No, he may want like a lychee. No, or a Carl's Jr. sticker because I want Carl's Jr. now. Oh. <laughs> what time are they open till? It's only thirty minutes away, right? I could drive down there and. Yeah. Me a we're not, not eating Hardee's by any other it's name. Twenty four minutes. Twenty four. Twenty four minutes. I could drop. There might be a. Um, you will puke. There at might the be a gym. lifetime fitness or whatever in Angleton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jason said he'll send in some stickers for his giveaway. If, yeah, I do like Jason's sticker. He's got the the shiny one with the rainbow bow on it. It's on my mm-hmm. on my freezer downstairs. Over to eleven. Oh man, I can make it down there and back. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Twenty four minutes. It's really. I, that's about the same. That's less time than it takes to get to the other side of Pearland. Yeah, I did it today. I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> right after, yeah, right after the gym, after I work off 400 calories according to the machine that I'm on, I'll go eat about 1,200 calories and one burger. I, the math adds up. See, Jesus says fast food on the way to the gym makes sense. That's so gross. I would puke, though. I have found that I cannot eat before going to the gym. It makes me want to die. Yeah, I should do a sticker collection on a show. We could do that. That's a good idea. Either eat the burger while you're on the trip. I don't think Planet Fitness would like <laughs> me eating a burger while on their equipment. Just imagine sweat dripping off of me and burger juice dripping off on everything. Could you imagine walking in, someone just sitting there eating a full meal while on a treadmill or on an elliptical? I don't know, but you are delaying the inevitable. So if people want to get a hold of Robert, they can reach out at LoneStarReptileRacks.com. <laughs> And talk to him about all the cool stuff he's got going on. James, if people want to get a hold of you. I, you should, but if you reach out to Robert, you should definitely talk to him about his new, the, not new, the acrylic enclosures. He's getting them now laser cut. There's a Planet Fitness right down the road from that. Uh, See? Carl's Jr. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Make it a night. This, it's this reason of Robert, this part of Robert's life. That's why we live in Texas now. <laughs> Miller Average, I'd love to see that commercial. So, okay, I do have to say this. Hardy's has... One of the best commercials oh, 100%. that has ever existed. I know exactly Stop what you're Because you're going to explain it wrong. <laughs> so it's it's a woman sitting. It's a pregnant woman Very sitting pregnant. in a waiting room, a doctor's waiting room. <clears throat> and these kids are fucking annoying. And like it's like a pediatrician's office. And they're running around. And she's eating this big sloppy burger that's dripping all over the place. And it says, enjoy this burger from Hardee's. Because for the next 10 years, you'll be eating McDonald's. Oh, it's, yeah. And I was like... Best ever. Like, that's like a Wendy's kind of burn. I mean, that's right up there with Stone Cold Meats yesterday on Valentine's. They had the heart-shaped ribeyes where they cut them in the middle. And, and it said, before you give her your meat, feed her our meat for Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> that was their, their thing yesterday. Nice. Oh, don't worry, Darren. If I get a burger from Hardee's, mm. it's definitely going to have bacon on it. Um, and extra bacon. And then maybe I can wrap the whole thing in deep fr- Wrap it in bacon and then deep fry the whole burger. You had a bacon birthday party one year. I did. But could you imagine 
wrapping the entire burger in bacon and then deep frying the whole thing mm -hmm. and eating that. People want to get a hold of you, James. How can they do it? <sighs> Apparently at the morgue. <laughs> Died from a heart attack. Uh, you can reach out to us at uh, the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Instagram, on Facebook, at gmail.com. Again, if you are looking for UVB lights, don't forget to check out VivTech products for their LED UVB bulbs. Those things can last four years or more without having to replace them. Uh, to give you an idea, if you're not used to it, the regular UV, UVB bulbs are useless after about, what is it, six months, um, even though they give off light. So go check out VivTech and use code GUMBO22 to save 15%. Again, thank you to all our listeners that over the past year that have used that code. Um, that has helped us out. It's helped us pay for a lot of this stuff. Um, so keep doing it. Go go get you some lights. That's the only problem with their lights is they last so long. So once you have them, you don't have to buy more. Unless you get more animals. It's it's like anything else that's quality. It's a bigger upfront investment, yes. but it's worth it. It is totally worth it. I think that's a lot of people, they see that price and they go, I'm not paying that much for a bulb. But then you got to think and break it down. Things last in four years or more. So do that. Uh, just some other shout outs to friends. If you're in the area, go. I haven't shouted out our buddies over at um, Repticulture. If you're in the area down here, check out Repticulture. It's a great reptile pet store around us. If you're looking for chameleons, check out the Reddies at Reddy's Rainforest. If you're looking for... I don't know if Milorovic right. has them. Rainbow boas. Check out Jason Milorovic. He's got rainbow boas and maybe some rosy boas. Maybe. I don't know what else he has right now. But. Rosy boas. Get Sorry. Some, get some. I've never been bitten more by an animal than a rosy boa. <laughs> so I'll never have another rosy boa again. If Those you, little freaking bitey pinch oh, yeah. bite hurts. I got two in there right now. I can go grab them. They'll bite the shit out of me. Yep. Hey, there's Todd. Um, i just trying to give out a shout out. Oh, also our friends over at Focus Cube. I always forget. This amazing time behind us. Check out our friends at Focus Cube. They're doing amazing things over there. Um, trying to get any other shout outs. Herp Shop. If you're in the Bryan College Station area, go check out the Herp Shop. You can see the gigantic tortoise tables that Robert made that you could take a nap in. They're so big. Um, and you can go pet the tortoise and try not to steal the tortoise. Don't steal animals from pet stores unless yeah. you bring the tortoise to me. I would venture to say stealing an Aldabra is a, fe a felony. So. Price-wise, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. What is it? Is it? Fifteen hundred dollars. Mm, I think Texas. I think we went up to two grand. Two grand. Yeah, they're, they're two grand. Uh, Miller said boas, boas, and boas. Uh, but don't expect a quick reply. Yeah, he's a jerk. He he's not a great person to talk to. Just kidding. Hmm. Just kidding. Yeah, that's not what I've gotten from J from Jason every time I spoke to him. Just kidding. Jason Milleradovich is a fun name to say and a an, an okay guy to talk to, even though he should move to Texas. <sighs> move to Texas, Jason. All right, we will be back next week with uh. A person? I haven't decided who the person is yet. Okay. But a person. What does that look for? Because it's the third uh, Tuesday of the month. What's that? Girl Scouts. So we may so be next. We're back on Tuesday. All right. So we may be back next Wednesday? Mm, yeah. It'll be the same time situation, though. Same bat channel? Yep. So we may start doing stuff on. Just, I don't know. Just, we'll just figure it pay out. Pay attention to that. Well, you know, we'll be back. Bye. Uh, the ready said don't steal their chameleons either. Don't do that. So, thanks for listening. We'll talk to all y'all later. Good night. Bye-bye now. Bye.